Life is a highway. I want to ride it all night long. Do it, go, 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 go. Welcome to the Ryan Ginger Podcast, where we serve up perspective shaken, not stirred. We're here to bring you current events from around the world and break the stereotype that being informed is boring. Without further ado, let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first official episode of Ryan Ginger. Hey guys, it's Connor. And this is Will. And we're excited to bring you uh, the next episode in the series. Um, we got some cool stuff to talk about today. And we're bringing you this one from the road, actually. Yeah, we're on a road trip to pick up uh, Connor's mom from the airport. Uh, she's coming back from Punta Cana, apparently, on a business trip. On a business trip. Gets I- to teach some businessmen how to be real leaders and work in a team. In Punta Cana. And then chill on a beach. In Punta Cana. Unbelievable. She was like telling me the other day, she's like, oh yeah, it's like beautiful, got to see the sunrise, just got out of the ocean, and I had a couple of mojitos, like... And Punta Cana. Oh, man. Jealous. That's ridiculous. I don't know what she, like, I kind of know what she does, but, like, I also want to know how to get to where she is. Yeah, no kidding, eh? I would not mind teaching people how to be business leaders while sipping mojitos <laughs> in a beach. Did I mention in Punta Cana? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be nuts. Well, how's your week? It's been good. I, uh... It's been kind of a weird one. It's been warm and then cold and warm and then cold. It drives me nuts. Like, it's it's, it's officially su- spring now. Yeah. Wyerton Willie lied to us. He said the spring was coming <laughs> He's early. He's a dirty liar. That bullshitter. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. Yesterday was plus 10. I was sweating and I was in, like, just a shirt and pants. Like, that was it. And I was like, it was beautiful. Today, I was freezing my ass off in, like, my full coveralls, full winter gear today. Yeah, it was like a full 16-degree change. Yeah, it was, like, minus 20 with the windshield. And na- na- yeah, and now it's going back up to like 10 degrees yeah it was ridiculous Ridiculous. someone's got to stop messing with the thermostat yeah no good but uh an interesting chat on the work site this week has been uh (laughs) preparing for the apocalypse oh god so so (laughs) we're talking about like in an epidemic of whether like it's a a flu-like thing or something crazy like the the zombie apocalypse like what would you do so what 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 was it specifically was it the zombie apocalypse or was it the flu Uh, this one because there would be drastically different preparation (laughs) for uh, fair enough so i don't have to kill anyone with the flu (laughs) they they die themselves well you never know maybe the flu guy wants to give it to you maybe it's a mix no we were talking about more like uh like my boss is reading a book kind of about flu and it like killing off like majority of the world it's actually based in toronto which is kind of cool is it cool that it's based in Toronto? Well, it's neat. Like, not many times, like, as a bestseller, like, based off a Canadian city. So Hopefully that doesn't come true. No kidding. Yeah, not going to Speaking of a guy who's had the flu, like, for the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, no, so as we just talk about, like, what would you actually do? And, like, how would you react? And all that kind of stuff. Well, if there was no direct threat to my life from other people, I would not need to stack up on guns. Well, but do you, like, say, like, everyone's, like, 10% of the people. Unless it was, like, the bird flu. Like, I'm saying, like, 10% of people are left on the earth. And I'm the lucky 10%? Yeah. Well, okay, maybe maybe some, you some want guns. guns. But I think, really, like, you want, like, bows and arrows and stuff because you're going to have to hunt. Like, imagine, like, because once people, most people are gone, like, you can't run, like, your, all power is going to go out. You may be able to keep it running for a bit, but eventually it's going to go out. Buy a generator? I'd go rob a bank. 
Yeah, but apparently, I don't know if this is true, but in the, in his book that he's reading, um, gas only lasts like three um, three years or so. I don't know if this is true at all, so I don't quote without him without being prepped or like yeah without being refined like, yeah with refined and everything and like properly stored. So like you can't it's not like you can go like funnel gas out of cars like three years down the road. I guess. And like a car is basically useless too because all the roads are gonna be blocked off. Better hit up the treadmill and start working on that cardio because you need a bike. No kidding. <laughs> Where would be your first place to go if an epidemic happened like that? Uh, well, I'd probably check in on the people I cared about. I'd uh, probably flick you a text, Soft. flick my parents a text. Why is that soft? I want to know where everyone is. What if we need to band together? What if someone's going to die, man? you got to choose life or death. Oh, I'd choose myself nine times out of ten. Absolutely. Not ten so times where are you going to go? What store, what, what place are you going to go to right now? Well, okay, so I'm going to get... If we're on the road and shit goes down, where are we going? I'm going straight to the grocery store so I can pick up all the stuff that's going to go bad soon and eat it. And then I'm going <laughs> to go back after I'm done eating all of that and get the stuff that's going to last longer. Mm. Also, the the freezer stuff, the refrigerated stuff, yep. that stuff's going bad pretty fast because if the power's going out, there's no freezers anymore. It's true. So I would definitely get that. Um, I'd probably get some kind of like survival gear, so I'd probably hit up an MEC. Right, MEC. My dad would love that. My dad, if he was still alive, he'd hit me up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Rich would be all about Rich it. would be all about that. So I'd probably hit up MEC, get some survival gear. I don't know, maybe pick up a kayak. But here's my thing, is if you go, like, straight to, like, Mecca or something, like, because here's the thing, you can't be too early, because then you're just a looter and people are going to call the police. But True. Because, like, things, you never know how fast it's going to deteriorate. But you also can't be too late, or else everything's gone. Well, you just have to camp outside. <laughs> it's, it's, you got to, like, time it pretty well, eh? Yeah, well, all you have to do is go in there, just loot one tent. They're not going to get that mad. And then camp outside and wait for... <laughs> yeah, wait for <laughs> yeah. <the> tent. <laughs> Use the tent that you just stole. Camp oh, out. Yeah. With the food stores that we have just stolen from our grocery right. store, our yeah. local grocery store. And then wait for that perfect time. And then you can, you're right there. It's not going to hurt you. See, this is why I'm saying, like, go to be, uh, like Bass Pro Shops. That'd be dangerous, though, because you know how many weapons are in there? People are going to... Yeah, they got trigger locks and stuff. Like, uh, here's the, that's why you got to time it right so there's not, like, a crazy horde of people trying to murder everyone. Yeah, but that, the first thing man. that people are going to go for is the guns. They got cheese curds. They got, like, all the, like, all the classic, like, hunting snacks that don't go bad. All right. Well, I, I would say that people would not be focused on the hunting snacks. They'd be more focused on the weapons, I think. <laughs> no, so I think we could easily. Yeah, I know. But I know we, we could like we could get in there after the whole crazy death, like bloodbath and then get all that stuff. Mm, true. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be easier that way. What did you guys come up with at work? Uh, nothing. Nothing substantial. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> no, just you guys this just, kind of. Banter. Oh, wow. This would be fun. Yeah. And a lot of like realizing that like that actually happened. We'd all be screwed. Oh, absolutely. None of us have survival skills. Are you kidding me? We've grown well, up in suburban Guelph, Ontario. Well, you've had a time out in the in down Montana, wasn't it? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. You yeah, that was when I that I've, was when I was sixteen. I've bro. led some, yeah. I've led some canoe trips. We could do it. I mean, we definitely have a better shot than most people, but that's mm-hmm. given that we weren't the ninety percent of people that died from yeah, the flu. Yeah, we haven't gotten the flu. Yeah, so I think yeah, the biggest bad. challenge to overcome is not dying from the flu. Right. Man, Absolutely. All those people in China that wear the face masks are gonna look like geniuses if the flu hits. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all look like idiots and make fun. Yeah, little, really. did, little did we know that that was the actual That's the one way to prevent it. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Well, how was your week? Uh, not bad. School is starting to wind down. Uh, my last midterm is actually in two days, which I know I should be studying for right now, but I have priorities. Yeah, podcast, clearly. Yeah, exactly. And finals are coming up too, so I'm just starting to get, uh, get in the habit of studying for those, which I think we're going to touch on at the end of our podcast here. Yep. Uh, but otherwise, it's been a pretty normal week. Been uh, been dressed up. I, well, have we chatted? Since, 
I did. I won an election. We. Um, You're like Trump. I know, but like better. But better. I'm gonna drain the swamp better. Nice. <laughs> and I'm gonna make habitat great again. Right. And rich again. <laughs> rich again. Yeah. No. I I got a position on the uh, the exact team as the treasurer. Right. So uh, I'm in charge. In charge of all the funds with uh, one of my buddies, Johnny Cope. He's in charge of all okay. the funds for the trips. He's our trips treasurer. Cool. And uh, yeah, pretty much my whole university friend group is running the Habitat chapter at the University of Guelph. So that's awesome. Yeah, it should be a good time. I haven't actually been on a trip before, but uh, a lot of the friends that I'm with have multiple years' experience with the with the organization. So cool. I'll just I'll be able to feed off of them, and yeah, it should be an interesting experience. I always like and I, my um, fun fact, uh, my parents friends yep. were actually the head of the international programs at habitat wow for this region that's crazy so i've got connections straight to the top well my dad actually used to work on habitat like in guelph like really in the area like oh yeah because he, he would he build was a construction guy like he was, yeah so he wasn't on the the board per se or like in the business side but he was like actually like building houses really yeah there you so go all kinds of connections connections left right and center yeah hopefully i can use that to my advantage when uh, things go so <laughs> exactly yeah Awesome. That's yeah, cool. so it's uh, it's pretty Congrats. exciting. Congrats. Thanks, buddy. Look at you. You're a politician. I know. I can add that to the resume. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Barring all things go well. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well, we want to start off uh, the podcast this week first of all by talking about Sidney Crosby. Man, what a unbelievable goal the other night. It was okay. So at the beginning of the season, he was not even like pegged to play for a while. So people yeah. were like, ah, oh, like I don't know, he might not be worth drafting. This guy is ridiculous. He's at the, He's been contesting for the scoring title, and the league lead in points with Brad Marchand, for, for for like months now. It's incredible, and uh, like just watching him. It, the thing is, every year there's someone says, "Oh, like Crosby's lost it." Every year, since they won the cup, it's like, "Oh, was he really that great?" Like, and then every year he comes out, turns around, slaps you in the face, and tells you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and people call him a baby, and keep, people call. And then he comes, goes down the ice, dangles, splits the D, and then one hand backhander, top of the net. That's goal. I mean, it was against Robin Leonard, so I mean, and eh, not yeah, the greatest of goalies, but I, I was, I watched it, and there's like, you're, there's no way you expect a guy to one hand snipe no. top Chet on you, no. as like, a goalie. Speaking. My jaw just dropped. Yeah. I, I honestly, I felt bad for the goalie. And he scored six goals in th- in uh, three games. It's he's like on on a tear. It's ridiculous. It's. Like insane. No signs of slowing down. So that was something that was like, happening. That was, cool. that was exciting. Another thing that was pretty cool is Columbus Blue Jackets, a team that sucked. <laughs> They've been so bad. The last couple of years, all of a sudden has a contention for the President's Trophy. They, they're two points behind the league leading points. And like they're fantastic. Like they are a, a force to be reckoned with. Led by Bobrovsky, Wierenski, Felino. Yeah, what the heck happened to Bobrovsky? I don't like, know. Did he decide to be good? Oh, he's always like good. He just played for a shit team. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, it's hard to play. It's like it's hard to be a really good goalie when you play for a garbage team. So if they get at least some kind of defensive help, mm-hmm. then your numbers are going to reflect that. Yeah, but, but like, okay, look at Carey Price, right? Like, there's a stellar goalie like on a on a bad team, like last year. They haven't had bad defense per se, though. They just can't score. That's why they lose. Yeah, but I mean, like, but so Bobrovsky just like is like he's not an elite level goalie. Like, wasn't before. Like, I would have never put him in elite status. He did really well in the, uh, I can't remember what world tournament, but he was, he played for Russia and he almost stole the show for them. Yeah, but one world tournament doesn't put you in elite status, right? So, I mean, like, but this year, like, he's one of the top goaltenders in the league and is, like, just lights out night after night. It's pretty, it's it's cool to watch them, though, because, like, for how long, yeah. how long have they been, like, 
<laughs> there goes oh, the there goes my computer. It's hard to balance two computers in a car. It's true, yeah. It's a little difficult. Um, but how long has it been since, like, they've been in playoff contention? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, Have they been ever? in playoff contention? <laughs> yeah. Ever? Really? I don't know. I don't know the official stat on that, but uh, just based off my bias towards the Columbus Blue Jackets, I would say never. Yeah. I mean, they've been the kind of the butt end of the joke of the NHL for a while. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Toronto, it's, it's too. Kind of, Toronto, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's been turned on its head this year. I mean, like... Uh, the Wild, who's been one of those teams that always sneaks into the playoffs in the West and then gets just, like, crushed in the first round, like, is now, like, killing it. Yeah. And uh, Leafs, who are not even supposed to be in playoff contention, are now competing for the third spot in the East. Yeah. Like, it's going to be... Uh, everything is... Edmonton, the Leafs are competing for the third spot in the East? Yeah, they're one point Third back playoff in, spot. Yeah, third playoff okay, spot. Okay, I thought you were saying, like, the third... I was sorry, like, I don't know about in that. in the uh, Atlantic Division. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true. Yeah, it's been crazy. And it'll be interesting Edmonton to see... Is good. Yeah, that's also unheard of. They were also the lapping stock, having yeah. how many first round picks? Four or five? I know. In the but, last like seven years and they so it's, still suck. Yeah, I know, eh? It's it's ridiculous. But it's cool to see the NHL like it's it needed a bit of a shake up for a while. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's been like kinda same teams for a while, going to the playoffs and so it'd be nice to kinda see some fresh fresh teams in the the uh, April is it April that's yeah, April, what am I saying? Fake <laughs> fan. We have a fake fan, guys. I I actually like uh, badminton, so badminton. Okay, well that's that's understandable. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, well it's nice too because it's like basketball, right? Basketball always has the same guys at the top of the. Yeah, it's the, true. Well, I mean, hey, but speaking of basketball, did you see the Raps game last night against the Bulls? Yeah, they snapped the uh, eleven goal win streak or lose win streak. <laughs> win streak. <laughs> Congrats, guys, on snapping the eleven goal uh, game win streak. Yeah, um, that was and like they've never won, or they haven't. They, they had the they broke the longest. Like that, they haven't beat the Cubs in like a while. Like there was this all that's the Bulls? another streak. Yeah, the, the other Chicago team. <laughs> that plays bad. <laughs> Wrong sport, chief. Oh man, that's I okay. Am... He's trying to drive right now, so he's not like a hundred percent focused. Yeah, my my apologies, guys. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they haven't beaten the Bulls in like a while. Like it's been, uh, they had quite the streak going, and they they really? snapped that last night too. And is, they, it, is it so? What is it? An eleven game losing streak against the Bulls, or is it an eleven game losing streak like in the league this year? Because if they were losing eleven games this year, like that sucks. So this is embarrassing because I don't know. I'm strictly I'm I'm like a we're wi we're Wi-Fi list right now too. I can't even look it up. Yeah, we uh well here's the thing. I'm a like this is the time I become a basketball fan right before playoffs. <laughs> <But> it's <laughs> then, down to the wire. And then I'm like, oh, this is pretty exciting. But the rest of the year I don't. Live. So I'm kind of like a bandwagoner. I will admit, as far as uh, as far as the Raptors, yeah, I don't really care until about March, and even then, I watch like the second half. I just like watching them sink deep threes. Yeah, those are... Yeah, splash deep. down from downtown. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I was watching uh, uh, Golden State versus OKC. Oh, yeah. That one where uh, Russell Westbrook and, and Steph Curry started tossing. Yeah. They're throwing each other around. So that was a pretty good game. I fell asleep, though, halfway through. <laughs> it was unfortunate. Yikes. Yeah, I know. Some of the uh, some of the bigger stories that we want to talk about this week, this has been going on for apparently a couple of years, but there's still a drought in Somalia. In mm -hmm. Somalia right now, and there's been some humanitarian. There's actually controversy. The only reason that, that awareness was raised to me was because uh, Colin Kaepernick has been going online trying to raise funds for an organization he's a part of called the Love Army for Somalia. Um, they they initially asked for one million dollars to fly supplies to Somalia, but they actually raised that and have almost raised two million dollars along with other wow. celebrities like Ben Stiller. Okay. Um, but Donald Trump was actually taking awesome. a jab at Colin Kaepernick. Take something good and wholesome and just ruins it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, I mean, like, at this point, we just kind of have to ignore him and let him do mm -hmm. his own little thing. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, apparently it's quite uh, it's quite a big deal right now. 26 have starved to death in the drought um, in the southern re- southern region of Juba- Jubaland, mm-hmm. um, said uh, some guy from Mogadishu. Just some guy. Some guy. Some guy with importance. Some guy with importance said the stat, and now it's true. Yeah. Yeah, Somalis, well, so the drought, and they also, there's recently a Somali pirate, pirate uh, were active as well for the first time in, like, tons of years. I'm not surprised if they, <laughs> if they uh, have a drought, they got to get their money somehow. Yeah, well, apparently. Preferably uh, not like that, but. Yeah, well, you know. Like, I am the captain now. I am the captain. This is the last thing you want to hear while driving in a car yeah, with your passenger. Yeah, next thing you know, you grab the wheel and we're going to be all over the place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, along with the drought, there's been, uh, which is just awful. I mean, like, you never want to see that. And I think, like, as far as, like, Canada goes, like, you, and where, especially where we're from, like, natural disasters and, like, this kind of thing, like, don't really happen to us. Cause we're not as big, we're not as severely affected by them. Because we have safeguards and social safety nets in place to deal with that kind of stuff, right? Like well, we have a fully fun- we have a fully functioning government. Like we have <laughs> enough enough in the quaffers to uh, pay for any kind of humanitarian aid. And plus, I mean, we have good standing with the rest of the world, so people are more than happy to help out if we need it, right? Just like we reciprocate that help when the, yeah. when they're in need. Oh, of course. But I mean, even still, like when was we haven't had a hurricane? Like when was the last time Canada had a drought? Like we just don't we don't deal with the same things. Well, we deal with shit like blizzards, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blizzards and whiteouts. They shut us down for about like three days and then we're okay. Like bring out the salt. But like people don't we don't have like masses of people dying because of natural disasters. You know what I mean? No, but that's that's like that's also access to healthcare and stuff like that. No, but even look at Katrina and like other things that have happened in the states. I guess. So like I I think it's just it's it's hard sometimes hard for us to. We hear, like, oh, a drought in Somalia. We don't really, it doesn't, like, for me, like, unless you take this a minute to, like, really think about what that means, it doesn't always uh, hit you as far as how... The severity, I guess. Yeah, it's hard It's hard to understand the severity and the actual implications of these kind of humanitarian and natural disasters until you actually live through or go and experience it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, there is a GoFundMe page if you search up, what did I look up? Refuge, or Somali drought relief. Um, the first couple of um, web pages will be GoFundMe pages. You can also look up the Love Army for Somalia if you want to help out Colin Kaepernick and Ben Stiller's campaign mm-hmm. um, and help them achieve that goal of two million dollars. They said uh, they've actually got they've convinced Turkish Airlines to get a cargo plane and f- which is going to fly out sixty tons of food, wow. um, distributed by That's the like American cool. Refugee Committee. So yeah, if you guys want to participate and help out in that, um, just Google um, Somali drought relief or you can google the love army of or for somalia excuse me yeah um well i, I need to get out of the fast lane because people are people are happy with me. people are whipping um yeah but uh so in other news that are is a little closer to home um this week the budget came out the uh the federal budget came from the liberals this week and there's been gonna be some big changes really i heard there's a whole lot of hype about nothing <laughs> <laughs> i mean like there wasn't okay so i think the uh, the complaint with everyone, <laughs> literally everyone, was that um, they were actually it's just a redistribution of the funds or an explanation of how they're going to spend the funds from the 2016 budget, because this year they only added 5.7 billion dollars in new spending, but that's over a span of six years. Right. Whereas in 2016, they said that there was going to be some 26.7 billion dollars of spending spread over two, <coughs> excuse me, two years. Okay. So really, in the budget, there's a lot of references to last year's, this year's budget. There's a lot of references to last year's budget mm-hmm. and how those funds are actually just going to be distributed. Uh, so there's not actually a lot of whole, a whole lot of new spending. It's just a lot of old spending. And the other thing that gets people every year 
is there's going to be no there's no plan to balance the budget anytime soon. We're going to be running a, a, a projected eighteen billion dollar deficit hey. into um, twenty twenty one. Nice. Well, like classic government. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to balance a twenty-four billion dollar. It's going to go all the way almost to thirty billion dollars in uh, two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. Ouch. Yeah, like, I, what I so I was talking about more like the uh, there's going to be an increase of taxing. Oh sin yeah. Sin taxes. Yeah. So your drinks and your smokes are going to cost more. Yeah, um, I heard uh, fifty-three cents on it each um, carton of uh, cigarettes and yep. five cents per uh, six pack at yep. the grocery store. I mean, it's genius. I mean, people are going to smoke and, like, if they're going to smoke and, like, kill themselves, you might as well, like, Make some money off them. Make some money off them. Like, because, you know... That's a little harsh. <laughs> Smoking kill themselves. Hey, well, it's Some true. people can't shake the habit. It's an addiction. Okay. But, like, there are programs out there. There are options. Yeah. Like, we clearly know this is not, like, when the cigarettes first came out, it's like, oh, there's health benefits. No, no, no. You... It, could, it could be seen, if we're going to offer a different perspective here, it could be seen the government taking advantage of people's addiction. Yeah, they're idiots. Huh? They deserve to be taken advantage of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I, uh, no, no. Like, here's the thing. I think it's smart because, like, raising the price will never change. Like, smokers who are addicted to smoking are always going to keep buying smokes. They don't care how expensive they are. So, like... Yes. Do you not agree? Yeah. No, I, no, I agree. I just... Yeah. I'm just... That's a different perspective. No, it's true. Okay. So, you could say, to come from that point, yeah, taking advantage of them... But it could be also, if you want to come from the, you could say that they're raising the prices. Hopefully that smokers will stop smoking because it's too expensive. But you just said they won't. Yeah, they won't. That's a total <laughs> lie. If anyone ever uses that excuse. If you ever talk to a smoker, they may whine and complain about how much smokes cost, but they'll never stop buying a pack a day. No, oh, I know. Well, they get, <laughs> so to get off of this controversial conversation and back on topic, um, the there's going to be implications, small implications on student uh, federal student loans and grants. So if you're employed and would like to go back to school or attend a training program, you might actually qualify for federal funding and loans next year. Um, And starting in 2018 and 2019 in the academic year, the government pledged to raise income threshold for part-time students to qualify for federal student loans and grants. So they're going to raise the amount of money that you're allowed to make per year and still qualify for these these grants and loans as a part-time student only. So this doesn't doesn't apply to full-time students which is kind of crappy for the rest of us. <laughs> but uh, this, it definitely helps. So I think it's a, it's more of a retrain program. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's uh, I think it's nice though, because there's a lot of people that do part-time schooling, I think are, um, are people that are still working, but also trying to, yeah, like re, get re-educated and make themselves more competitive in the job market. So. Um, well, I, it's an ingenious way of reframing that if you lose your job, there's still options for you to go out and seek more employment. Mm-hmm. even if you don't have the skills, right? So the, yeah. in this case, if you lose, say, if manufacturing jobs start to um, get lost, which we've talked about on earlier podcasts based on the um, based on the automation of these production lines, mm-hmm. those people now will apply or can apply for government loans and grants yep. in order to go back and retrain themselves in school for different positions that still require human uh, the human workforce. Right. So I think this it's a good move. It's a move in the right direction. Um, but I mean, that definitely doesn't alleviate any of the stress on any full-time students um, yes. because prices keep going up. I think that's something that the government sh- still should talk about. And but I mean, everyone, <laughs> everyone agrees with that. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's not much argument there. No. But uh, and another thing too, HST like consumer taxes are going up, so Uber is actually getting taxed. Yeah, that's big. That's Which gonna is, suck. 
because like your controversial smoking comment, my drug ass is not going to care about how much an Uber costs. I'm still going to pay for it and just regret it in the morning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, it'll still be cheaper than a taxi. Well, okay, so it's only cheaper than a taxi up until point five or 1.5. Yeah, it's, it, it 1.5, it's true. And, and then after that, which, taxis are cheaper. That's when you're usually using it, when it's at the Yeah, highest. exactly, when everyone wants to go home. See, because the thing is, is, I use Uber usually, like, if I'm going to use it, I'm using it to get to work or something, so I'm usually using it at, like, the base So rate. responsible, responsible Uber use. That's me. Yeah. Uh, or I just, you know, when I'm out late, I make sure I'm either close enough to my where I'm staying so I can, I can walk home, or I organize a DD. Or M the DD, you know, whatever. But uh, that's because I'm frugal. Frugal. And they uh, so and, and some other smaller things that are included in the budget as well. Um, maternal leave, maternal pay is extended for up to eight months. I or sorry, eight months, eight weeks um, before your official mater- like before the official maternity leave started um, previous to this budget. Okay. So I don't know what the exact numbers and implications are of that, but it is eight weeks. You're getting an eight-week early extension. Um, to your maternal leave, nice. as well as an extension, and I can't remember, don't quote me on this, but I think it's 12 months or 12 weeks of um, caring for an adult that just went through a traumatic injury or experience to take off work. So there's a grant oh, okay. there's a grant or there's for that as well. Wow. Um, so, you know, just extending the social safety nets uh, here in Canada that help increase our quality of life. I'm not, uh, I'm all for that. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's really, I think that's like a, a move in the direction of how things are go- being done in Europe. Yeah, in the Scandinavian countries and Yeah, absolutely. Well, even France. I mean, like there's all kinds of social like programs like that. Um, even you know what's really cool is in uh, in France you can get a babysitter um, or like a nanny for like it's part of your taxes. Um, like part your taxes cover it and you actually can get a nanny that can help you not only with your maternity leave, but they also come to the house and help you like around the house. Not so bad. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's not like so it's not like a full-time daycare person. But it's like a, a help that can come like it's like and they're not full days i don't believe either like it's not like you have someone living in your house like yeah but i would definitely do that job if it meant i got to go live in france yeah that'd be wicked. That'd eh? be dope just right off the coattails of the french government and i get to travel around yeah, not bad not bad at all maybe i'll do that when i go over to europe yeah there you go i'll just pick up a part-time job as a nanny yeah i could take care of kids yeah discussion for another time <laughs> Oh, man. So, and we, so in the final, speaking of the school and the government loans, uh, exam time is starting to come up. Mm-hmm. April. That grind time. I've got my first uh, got my first exam coming up on the 10th, and I'll be having my last one on the 24th. Wow. Which my work is actually being, <laughs> work's been giving me flack for that, because they had to change the whole schedule around my exam. Oh, no. And it, like, caused this huge turmoil. <laughs> you just, you know, that's how integral you are there. I like stirring the pot. Just stirring up the pot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So today we wanted to kind of talk about um, perspectives. I mean, we can both speak from a perspective that what doesn't work because Absolutely. we have both had some serious uh, lack of success in the academic world. And I mm-hmm. think for all my friends who know me and are going to listen to this, you guys are going to laugh and uh, <laughs> kind of ask yourselves, uh, why is Will talking about study <laughs> habits <laughs> when uh, I rarely see him in the library? Yeah. There's an ongoing joke at school, actually, that I never show up in the library. Okay. And the first year, I think I, I showed up like for the third time. And I was like, oh, so this is what it looks like inside. And it was like the end of the year. And it was like, yeah, you're just showing up now. That's amazing, yeah. So, uh, yeah, bear with me, guys. I actually have some insight. And don't worry, I use some resources as well to help some with some tips. Mm-hmm. But first of all, like, we'll go over what doesn't work. Because <laughs> we are so experts So we, we know we are well-versed in what does not work. And number one thing that does not work while studying is not studying. 
Yeah, that's a good start. If yeah. you're not studying, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, you can't study if you're not studying. You believe it or no, not. I don't care how smart you are. No. There is. Like, and I thought I was pretty smart. There's 0.5 percent of the population that could not study and do well. You are not one of them. Yeah, believe it or not, you might. You I don't might mean think that to you be are. hurtful. Just honest. Yeah, just honest. You are probably not them. So you should probably hit the books. Yeah, always. Buy the textbooks, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah, okay, second tip, don't think you can study without your textbook. Don't just rely on your notes, unless it's, like, a strictly, like, notes class. But if you're taking, like, economics, hint, you need don't it. think your notes are good enough. Yeah. I thought that. <laughs> wrong. Very, very just wrong. Just a specific example here with economics. Just we'll let, <laughs> This is just a venting session for us, really. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah, no, it's important to have an actual uh, external resource with you at all times. Your notes are going to be taken, and they're a little biased because, hey, guess what? You took them. Yeah. So you may have left some things out, whereas the textbook was going to cover the majority, if not all, of the course, um, the coursework that you're going to need to know for your final exam. Um, using highlighting strategies as well, going over key terms, not highlighting like paragraphs on paragraphs, mm-hmm. but key bullet points that are going to hopefully stick in your mind. Yeah, absolutely. That's definitely going to help you uh, in the long run. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's a huge thing is like not, I, I was terrible for this, um, is, uh, is highlighting just like you think everything's important, so you just start highlighting everything. Your brain can't take in paragraphs of information. And you're just like, there's so much yellow. <laughs> yeah. And you just kind of... Then you get, overwhelm yourself. Exactly. And then you're not productive at all. Yeah. And another thing, too, procrastination and cramming does not work. Don't... Yeah. Like, maybe it works for, like, one paper every now and again, one midterm. But really, you don't get the... You don't maximize the results. You can still get decent results, but you yeah. won't maximize the results. And if you need a specific average to stay competitive in a program or to get into co-op or to get that next placement at a job Scholarships. or... Exactly. You're going to want to make sure that you maximize your learning potential. Um, so procrastination, believe it or not, there's science that backs it up. I'm uh, just spitting, I'm preaching to the choir, I think, here. Mm-hmm. But um, I know I'm being a little hypocritical as well because I usually procrastinate to a couple of days before. And, I mean, I get decent results, but they're definitely not the best results that I could get yep. uh, to when I've seen is when I, you know, space the workout over time. Mm-hmm. Um, a big thing, so this is a study out of uh, U of G, actually, that you sent my way. Oh, yeah. But it's the renew strategy. So, um but basically, like, using your downtime well. So when you're studying, like, you want to give yourself breaks because you don't ever want to burn yourself out. Um, but don't just, like, taking chunks of time, just, like, hours and hours on end of just, like, mindless, like, watching Netflix or something, really kills your work pro- productivity. Not just because you're not working as much, but also, like, when you get back to studying, it's a lot harder to get back into it and a lot harder to stay concentrated. Yeah, because your brain's trailed off into something else. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to keep the breaks short. And I mean, it also, people, they always, the reason they don't want to start studying is because they don't want to get invested. They don't want to be, you know, stuck with their nose down in a book for six hours straight trying to cram, 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 cram information. So that's partly why you shouldn't, A, procrastinate, and you should space your studying out over a period of time and make sure you have an actual schedule and time management. Time management is a huge um, skill that you need to have or can work on when it comes to studying. But yeah, in this renewal article, it takes short uh, breaks. Um, about half an hour. You could take before it gets uh, you st- your brain starts to trail. Yeah. And make sure you're doing something completely different than studying. Yeah, absolutely. Completely different. Maybe you even maybe enjoy your studying or enjoy the topic you're le- you're reading on. But make sure that whatever you're doing during your break time is completely different. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be like always Netflix. It doesn't always have to be, um, you know, going for a walk or eating something, going for a snack break. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you it's kind of trial and error at first i didn't really know what my break was like what i like to do for a break yeah and then uh when i was i usually study late at night which also isn't a great idea and we'll get into that later but uh i would get up and i'd just stick handle i'm not right. even a player but i grab a ball and i grab a hockey stick and i would just stick handle for a little bit i go i have a bench in my basement too sometimes i'd lift some weights or get on a bike and do uh 20 minutes of biking yeah stuff like that just to get my mind off it and get exercise um so two things i guess that stem off of that one of them is exercise actually really helps your brain um brain activity increase mm -hmm. so going for a walk right before your exam or getting a stretch in before your exam it wakes your brain up and helps with your memory and I forget what I was going to go into after that as well. There's a second point there, and I totally spaced on it. Well, that's okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, so absolutely. I think um, a big thing for me, too, is when I took breaks, I tried to so – usually, I, I can't say I did it every time. <laughs> when we actually studied. When we actually studied. Um, taking breaks that were productive as well. So, like, not just, like, vegetating on the couch, but, like, oh, like, you know what, I also need to – I can clean my room quickly, or I can do stuff like that. It helps you to um, – Effective time management. Effective time management, but just helps you feel like, helps you feel like you've done something. Um, that's, uh, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but um, basically helps you feel like you've accomplished Acom something. Yeah, you've accomplished something. Um, you're doing something valuable time. with your time. Yeah, you don't feel like you're just wasting it away and being lazy. No, I absolutely not. Really need to get over. Yeah, you're about to miss your exit. Oh, that was smooth though. <laughs> Look at that crisp. Wow. I'm also really low on battery, so if we don't know, do you know how to get to Terminal Three? Uh, no, but I think we just follow the signs, the airport signs. All right, sounds good. Cool. Anyway, All right. Back to topic. <laughs> so an another thing that I found was really interesting, too, and I kind of was, uh, this is something that I was really struggling with when I decided to come back to school. So I, I actually started to talk to uh, a therapist, and she said that whenever you're stressed out or struggling with something, you should bring in external resources. And that's for anything in life, not just studying. But so what I did was I didn't really know what those kind of external resources were, so I kind of just started thinking, like, oh, like, Maybe a scented candle will help, like, calm me down or, like, it'll get me focused on something other than the stress or anxiety of actually having to sit down and study. Right. I've heard that sometimes classical music is uh, good to have or white noise is good to have when you study. So I try that and I tried different things. Um, I tried different areas and I eventually, eventually, with enough trial and error, you come up with a system that works for you. And not every system. So there's all these articles online of how the best way to, what the best way to study is and what kind of resources you need to have and, you know, what, what the best... Pro, uh, processes in order to get uh, maximize your learning but it's all it's it all comes down to individuality and you're all gonna have a different system so my system currently is I have to I study in the basement in the workout room because there's no one around me and just like the physical presence of somebody like if my dad's doing a Sudoku in the other room will distract me mm. because I'll know someone will be there and I'll want to go and talk to them right so I have to be isolated in the basement I sometimes depending on um, the course I'll play either classical music or white noise. Classical music I'll play if I'm doing a math-related course, right. and any any kind of heavily worded um, like f like psychology I'll do just white noise, right. like rays rolling on a beach somewhere where I want to be internally and subconsciously. Right. I will play that. So I mean, if you enjoy thunderstorms, then by yeah. all means, like play something like that. I prefer to be on a beach or feel subconsciously they're on a beach, so I will play that. Mm -hmm. um, I scented candles that I light up. I don't know if it actually helps, but it's just become a force of habit now, and I just want to maintain a routine. Yeah. And so that's something that's really important to get into, too, is a study routine. Yeah. I don't know if you want to elaborate on that. Yeah, no, I think for me, so I, as far as uh, music goes, I actually used to listen to um, stuff that I, like music that I didn't know very well. 
like so I put on the radio because then like most of the music that I listen to is not on the radio so um, that way like one I wasn't distracted by the words because oftentimes if I if oh I found god if I, I know a song I'm gonna sing along yeah exactly right and then you get distracted from your thing but if I thing is is I would listen to the radio and it wouldn't it would be noise for me but like and be kind of catchy I like didn't hate it but um, I also wasn't getting distracted by the words now that only lasts so long because then you know the radio plays like 20 songs over and over again <laughs> same song over yeah so um, but also I found that certain courses depending on what it was like if it was more like math stuff and not worded stuff I could listen to some of my own music and it would actually like help me remember um, formulas because I would just like relate formulas to uh, to certain songs that's an interesting connection yeah, so it was like I could actually like start singing a song. I would like the formula come back to my head. Huh. Like in my head, obviously. I wasn't in class like. <laughs> singing along. Yeah. X equals Y squared. Yeah, none of that. That'd be teachers would think I'd cheat and then I'm just not good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I like um, music for me is a big thing in my life, but also like that's why I, I love to. Do I need to? Oh, I need to get on there. Whoop, whoop. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, very uh, interesting stuff. So Terminal 3, I think, is coming up here. It'll t- yeah, it's right there. Oh, there you go. Nice. Beautiful. Great signage in downtown Toronto for the airport. Yeah, absolutely. Just do want to shout them out right now on the podcast. <laughs> shout out you, to Toronto Pearson, Pearson yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. So routine is really, really important into that. It's the same thing for sleep routines, right? If, you, if your body starts to get the circadian rhythm of, okay, at 5 o'clock I'm going to sit down and have a dinner, and then at 6 o'clock I'm going to study your body is going to get into that mode and it's going to be easier to convince yourself to sit down and study as opposed to just wing it and be like, oh, I guess I, I have free time now, I can study. Right. You're going to be more inclined and more more internally inclined to actually sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, same with sleep. I mean, we have, there's this triangle of needs that a student has and one is sleep, one is studying, and one is one of the corners is a social life. Right. But and the catch-22 is you can only <laughs> choose two. You can only have oh, two yeah, of them yeah, and yeah, at yeah. the expense of another one. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something that, pe- like, I know students and myself complain about all the time is our sleep deprivation mm-hmm. around stu- around studying. But sleep is so key to memory formation yeah. that if you're going to remember anything long-term, which is important for, you know, these courses that are prerequisites for other courses and the mm-hmm. information you need carries over into other years, mm-hmm. this long-term memory formation is going to be key. And that's that's what happens during sleep, sleep and repetition. So if you, what I usually do is because I can't – I study better at night when everyone actually is supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> Yep. So I'll actually stay up till a decently late hour, like two in the morning, and then I'll go to bed for um, two REM cycles, so two half-hour cycles of full sleep, okay. um, and then try to time it so that I wake up when I'm in my less deep sleep, so I'm not waking up drowsy, Right. and then I'll have enough energy to continue to go forward and study again at, say, if I go to bed at two and I want to wake up at five and then keep studying in the morning. Um, obviously, that isn't that's not a long term strategy. That's definitely gonna bite you in the ass in the short term. And I mean, sleep deprivation catches up with me after two weeks, so I don't really <laughs> notice it until I get hit with a brick wall. Yeah. But uh, hopefully by then you're out of uh, the studying. So yeah, no kidding. You can do it for short periods. So yeah, I mean that that's one of the strategies that I've taken. But really focus on your sleep as a student and make sure again it all comes down to time management. And if you need, there's always resources on campus to help you with these time management skills. Um, I mean, we're always here at Ryan Ginger to help you. I know, again, we said it's kind of hypocritical that we're talking about study habits. Um, but through our failures, we've, we've actually been able to find, I've been able to find specifically um, strategies that work for me. Um, so if you ever wanted to contact us and ask us if or ask us for tips on studying, um, please feel free to do so. Um, I also know a bunch of people who have great study habits 
uh, that I can I can use as resources to help to help anyone out. On that note, I think we'll uh, end things off. We're pulling into the arrival terminal now. I'm going to pick your mom up uh, from her trip to Punta Cana. I don't know if you guys picked up on that earlier, but uh, still a little jealous. <laughs> yeah, so guys, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Um, if you guys want to shoot us a message or interact with us at all, just uh, check us out on Facebook um, at Ryan Ginger. Um, or you can email us at ryangingerpod at gmail.com. Rye is spelled W-R-Y, like rye humor, because we're hilarious. We're pretty funny. Um, if you didn't laugh, you're wrong. Stop listening. <laughs> and uh, so, guys, thank you, thank you so much again. And uh, also, we have a blog. So, if you like reading, and uh, if you want to hear, learn more about what's going on in the world, and just um, hear more of our opinions, and also just get some more uh, insight into today's news and world, um, check us out on there. Um, that's at ryanginger.wordpress.com. Ryanginger.pod.wordpress.com. Oh, my apologies. R.I.P. That's okay. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, it's true. Blog is uh, mostly headed up by Will. Um, he does a great job on there. He's got some really good articles, so go check those out, guys, and uh, leave a comment if you have some, some questions or concerns, really. Please subscribe, and if, as always, we love hearing your opinions and your comments on the things we talk about as well, so if you guys have any uh, elaboration or want to voice your opinion on the, the stuff that we talked about today, please uh, shoot us an email, and we'll uh, definitely give you guys a mention in the next episode. Um, on that note... Thanks for listening. Take care, guys. Cheers. Well, welcome back, Tanya. Thank you. It's good to be back. How kind of, not really. Kind of. Well, I mean, you were just in Punta Cana. I know. If anyone else, I've been, I've been ranting this whole time about you being in Punta Cana throughout oh, the whole you? podcast. Yeah. It was. It was really nice. Much warmer than it is here. Yeah. 30, how, 30 degrees today. How is the beach? Gorgeous. Ocean air. Breezy. Yeah, lovely. You were saying how you uh, got to see the sunrise this morning. I did. Yeah. Three words. Three quick words to describe the sunrise this morning. Beautiful. Fast. Bright. Fast, eh? Yep. In a minute, it was up. It was crazy. No kidding. That'd be nice here, eh? Sorry? It'd be nice if, uh, if that happened over here. Yes. Well, I guess the, the clock's turned back, so it's a little brighter now. Yeah. <laughs> now all you had to do is bring back that 30-degree weather. Because I, 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 I don't know if you missed it, but uh, it was like minus 16 today. I did miss it because it's not that now. No, I know. It's going to be nicer. So, I mean, you kind of brought it back. So, we kind of appreciate so you're it. you're welcome. Yeah? <laughs> and how did the uh, the business stuff go? Business stuff went very, very well. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yep. So, you guys will be, uh, you'll be return clients? Well, hopefully. Actually, we will be return clients. I just don't know if we'll be going back to Punta Cana. Okay. Well, if you do go back, be sure to bring me with you, and uh, we, we'll tell Connor all about it. Sounds good. <laughs>